0: i'm zach snyder and you're listening to the black bar podcast today enjoy episode 11 with caleb weidman and nick mayo as they talk about tools tips and best practices for designing in photoshop check out the show notes for the link to this week's youtube video that sparked today's conversation and together let's uncover more secrets of photoshop
1: welcome to today's podcast I'm Nick and join with me is Caleb Weidman hello unfortunately today Zach won't be joining us he uh we were about to record the podcast and he had to go poop and uh so <laughs> that's that's
2: that's not even remotely true but those who know <laughs> Zach would absolutely believe it <laughs> no Zach uh, Zach wasn't able to
1: join us for this one but
2: he he'll be in the next one right but uh we are going to be talking about uh, my favorite program today, mm. which is Adobe Photoshop. Yes, i've I've been I've been in love with this program for uh, 14 years now. About I that. thought it was
1: since and, you came out of the womb.
2: <laughs> you know, close <laughs> enough. Close enough. <laughs> And I've, I've picked up a lot of, of, of tricks and fun stuff a lot of the way. I've had the opportunity to teach it a couple times now. Uh, and it uh, Photoshop really I see as a, a foundational building block of any creative's uh, a serious creatives workflow especially obviously from a graphic design perspective from a photo letting perspective from a composition perspective um i apologize by the way if you occasionally hear my cat that's not your cat background. caleb that's my cat <laughs> i am so shadow go away oh i i also have my cat <laughs> meowing behind me right now so i oh my gosh <laughs> man and shadow are speaking vicariously apparently through us. uh and anyway, anyway, I, I want to talk for 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 people who you know maybe they they watched this week's video or in in general they've been interested in learning Photoshop but haven't had the time to haven't uh, or been intimidated by the software or any other reason. Uh, I want to kind of get some of that stuff out of the way and 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 really ho- hopefully open up the door to being able to learn this incredibly. Super awesome, powerful piece of software.
1: Yeah, the Photoshop is great. Um, even though I do a lot of stuff related to video, I tend to find that I do use Photoshop through Um, After Effects or if I need to create some sort of like title slides so even if your forte or the thing that you do isn't really related to photography or design I think having a basic understanding of Photoshop is super helpful for anyone in any industry of the of creative church marketing
2: absolutely I I would argue now I am incredibly biased because Photoshop was my first love when it comes mm-hmm. to these these sorts of software. But I would argue that there's probably not a better first program to start with just because Photoshop is so highly connected to the video world with After Effects, uh, to the vector world, obviously with Illustrator, to uh, photography. I, I even think that there's parallels to be made uh, to the audio world when we come to to learn about curves and levels to compression and EQ and all that kind of stuff. Uh, I think if you can really understand Photoshop, uh, and get that foundation there, you can go in any direction off of that into the creative space. And I, I just think it's a really good first step. So we want to do our best to help you take that first step today. If you've been, if you've been nervous about it.
1: Yeah. Caleb, uh, is there any types of, uh, tips or tricks that you have up your sleeve uh of how to learn photoshop perhaps
2: absolutely I, th- I think so one of the big things that's been a big deal for me and it's how i learned and it's it's also how i try to teach i don't teach tools i teach techniques mm, right okay. so I, I i see a lot of videos online I've, I've, i'm a big youtube watcher that's also mm-hmm. why uh, now we're youtube <laughs> makers uh, but i uh, in a lot of ways i learned how to use photoshop a lot of these tools through youtube through tutorials online all that kind of stuff and i i have never clicked on a video that's just here's how to use the brush tool 101 mm-hmm. right not saying that those uh videos aren't helpful that those videos aren't interesting and that you can't get knowledge out of it i've had more fun and have remembered more out of the to- tutorials that I do that instead of t- just showing me how to use a tool, there's an end product sitting somewhere. There's, uh, you know, how to make a uh, glittery bling text. I remember mm-hmm. making when I was 14 years old. Right. Or how to, uh, drop in an image of, of, of anything into a scene that it wasn't there before, right? And messing shadows. And, you know, along the way, you learn how to use the brush tool. You learn how to use select tool and the mask tool and Mm -hmm. layer adjustment layers and all that kind of stuff. But I I find that I get burned out very quickly when it's just like, this is an adjustment layer. Mm -hmm. These are the different kinds of adjustment layers. This is how to use an adjustment layer. These are all the different things you could do with just curves, right? I would rather see that 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 image of what I want to make at the very beginning and learn these tricks along the way there there was a guy doing tutorials way back when I was learning how to do it where 14 years ago uh his name was Bert Monroy and he had a show called Pixel Perfect right oh and yeah put okay. out these YouTube videos or uh, I don't think they were even YouTube videos I think they were revision three videos if oh, I can remember it correctly <laughs> wow back <laughs> um, in those days and he He was this, like, 56-year-old dude. He was a hippie with, like, a long ponytail coming behind. And he just had this Wacom tablet. And he would teach you how to do stuff. And I remember the very first tutorial that I took with him was uh, how to make lightning coming out of a wizard staff or whatever. Hmm. And we finished up the tutorial. And we had to use, like, clouds and levels and blending modes and whatnot to put it all together. I remember when we finished up the tutorial he was kind of closing up he said something to the effect of now you know how to make lightning come out of a wizard staff but even more importantly than that now you know how clouds work and how levels work mm. and you could use the bits that you've of the process that you used a long way to get to lightning coming out of a wizard staff to do so many other things right yeah so i would say if you if you're just like if you're having a hard time grasping the user interface or or memorizing all of these tools or anything stop learning the tools and just start making just go out there find a tutorial find an app product that you want to be able to have said that you've done and just follow it step by step and to me that's so much more rewarding that's so much more exciting than just learning a tool along the way now when it comes to where to find some of these tutorials obviously google i would say is your best bet <laughs> um sure. uh, honestly seriously just google mm-hmm. photoshop tutorials and you'll you'll get hundreds of thousands of results yeah i know there's a youtube channel called Flurn. oh yeah fl e a r n i think they do some amazing tutorials specifically when it comes to photo editing and that kind of thing they're really good i know a website i used to use back in the day was tutorialized.com just had hundreds of these things some some of these are in video form some of them are text form it doesn't really matter just find an end product that you like just scroll through and oh that catches your eye i want to learn how to do that and just just see it through. Just follow the tour. A lot of these are relatively well-written, and they're going to get you there, and you're going to learn more along the way than you ever could, in my opinion, by just reading Photoshop 101 because mm-hmm. it's not just giving you the science of how that tool works. It's giving you a practical application of how to be using it.
1: Yeah, I think it's a good balance because you know, if you go the other route that you're talking about, Caleb and you just learn how curves tools works, you'll probably get a more exhaustive understanding of it. Sure. Yeah. Um, But the way that you're talking about, I feel like you can, you walk away with that understanding more of like, why would I use this? Um, in what context, you know, you kind of learn a little bit more about design language by doing that as well. Um, And, and I think more, the, the most important part of it is that it makes it fun. You know, uh, if it's not fun, it's probably going to be more of a chore to actually learn, and chances are you'll burn yourself out that way.
2: Oh, for sure. I think I think an interesting analog because I know uh, a lot of the people who end up doing church media work uh, are. Uh, worship pastors, mm-hmm. you know, uh, who who know how to use PowerPoint. So their pastor made him like the full media, media wing for the church. Yes, you know? yeah. as someone, uh, as a musician, I play the drums and a little bit of bass now. Mm, yeah, excited about that. Yes. Uh, um, but uh, when I learned the drums, obviously I, I I didn't take lessons or anything like that. But I I practiced. Other songs that I liked, right? Mm-hmm. For for little twelve year old Caleb, I loved the heck out of Skillet. That's all yep. I was listening yep. to, right? Skillet, that was a crutch. It was my jam. And I I I could play rebirthing with my eyes closed, right? Yeah. But the, the cool thing is that not only can I play rebirthing, I could play all of the beats and the fills in rebirthing. And mm-hmm. now when I'm playing my own stuff or writing my own stuff, I, all that mental catalog. Is now in there, right? Yeah. So it's yeah. the same exact, pro- the same exact thinking. Of uh, it's not that I just learned how to play rebirthing or uh, make a wizard staff shoot lightning. Mm-hmm. I now know all of the things that went into building that song and that technique to be able to use on future things. So uh, as if I, if you remember one thing out of this whole podcast today, it would be to learn techniques, not tools.
1: That's awesome, Caleb. Uh, uh- Perhaps uh, we'll put in the description a couple more uh, websites or other people that we've found that have been very helpful for us. That might be really great. One thing I'd love to talk about is something that you have uh, taught our marketing department because every now and then we'll have classes where you'll teach... Uh, us about photoshop and stuff to kind of help us keep our our skills sharp in, in photoshop right and uh, i i love this thing that you you've had us done uh I, we, we i think we call it the composition roundtable.
2: yeah oh man yes yeah for those listening you haven't heard of this thing it's this dumb little game that i came up with back in high school when i was in high school uh i was also going to a career prep center and i for three hours of the day i took like a half graphic design print class half uh like art sort of class and i didn't care anything about the traditional art that i would literally i would do so well in the graphic design class i could just not turn in those assignments and still pass the class so i couldn't care less <laughs> about watercolor nice. you could get that stuff out of my face but um for the, the graphic design stuff, I, I came up with this little game, me and my friends, who are also more design-focused, uh, where we would all open up Photoshop. And the first person, you know, roll a die or whatever, the first person picks a image of a location, of a setting. Uh, I've seen zoos before. I've seen streets before. I've seen parking lots. I've seen interior scenes. It doesn't matter. Just any scene. Preferably higher resolution. And everybody needs to download that photo and open it in Photoshop. Everybody gets the same image to start off with, right? Then you go the next person around, and they get to pick an image of any object. It could be an animal. It could be a car. It could be a plane. Uh, I've seen air balloons. I've seen elephants uh i've seen steak and shake uh (laughs) signs (laughs) i've seen sharks you know it doesn't matter whatever it is everybody goes and gets that exact same photo again preferably higher resolution better it's then your job everybody's job to cut out that image of whatever that is we'll say it's a shark in a parking lot or whatever and stick it in the parking lot using photoshop in a way that convinces me that it's actually there right mm. we have a parking lot we have a shark how are you going to put that in there well you could just cut out the shark and place it in there mm-hmm. in like the right scale or whatever but you know if you want it to be believable you're going to have to uh learn how to do some shadow work which right right it's going to take maybe learning the brush tool probably learning blending modes of that kind of thing Maybe, as I've seen it done before, you have the shark cracking through the earth and shooting up (laughs) into the sky like it's some terrifying land shark. And I'm only mentioning that because the guy who did that (laughs) is on the call with me right now. Yeah. (laughs) It was great. It was great. (laughs) You know, You could have it, you know, if you do that, then you need to know, okay, I need to go get some debris. Mm -hmm. I need to go find some, like, bits of the concrete breaking up and add it around the thing and dust probably shooting up, right? Right. Uh, You could have it dropping out of the sky and wish, okay, now... It's moving pretty quick. If I'm going to believe that, maybe we need a little bit of motion blur. Maybe you need a shadow, roughly on the ground, depending on how high it is and how you know, cloudy it is, of of you know where it is above in the air. You know, right. So everybody gets that shark, and you have a set amount of time to do that, whether that's five minutes, ten minutes, anything like that. And it's great. And then you go to the next person, and they can pick any object, and everybody's got to put that object in their scene. And then the next person and then the next person. And you keep going for, you know, as long as you have time for or until you get to the end of the circle. And at the end of the day, everybody presents their image. And, uh, you know, when I've been doing it for a class, I'm usually grading on their composition abilities, the creativity of the edits, that sort of thing. But for the most part, it's just a lot of fun. And it's excellent practice for people who are learning the the finer, you know, uh, uh, more advanced parts of Photoshop. Now, I will say, if you're a beginner, if you've never opened up Photoshop before, this is a bit of an intense game. All right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, need, yes. you need to know how to do selecting and masking and all that kind of stuff. You need to know probably the brush tool. You need blending modes. You need adjustment layers to get the colors looking right, depending on whatever effect you're going for. If he's dropping on the sky, you need to know blurs, emotion mm-hmm. blurs or depth of field, all that kind of stuff. So that's certainly more an advanced game. Uh, but eventually when you get to that point, as as I see it, if you can accurately put a image into a scene and convince me it's there, uh, in a lot of ways, I think you've mastered Photoshop because there's so many things that go into that. So that's more of a final final exam sort of thing than a beginner. But I think it's a great technique. That and, and even when we have these games in mm-hmm. my classes, I still play them because they're fun. Yeah, they're yeah. just they're they're fun to do, and it's it's good practice to you know stay on top of those chops and to always be working at getting better and learning and all that kind of stuff so i would highly suggest just give it a shot have a couple other people that maybe who knows maybe we'll do a uh, a black bar discord oh. composition roundtable oh that would be know? so cool and we'll, we should totally do that well everybody who's interested jumps in they grab photos yeah. turns them around mm. i don't know I, that's a, that's a new idea. Maybe we're committing to that now. <laughs> if, if you're interested in doing that, jump in our discord, and let us know. So, Oh man. And it's such a great
1: way to learn. Uh, I love the aspect that, you know, when we do this, it's usually in a group of at least two or more people and uh, excluding yourself, you know, so three, three total, I guess. Right. Like, it's just a great way where it, you may not have an idea how to do a certain technique. Um, but when everyone presents their stuff, everyone has the opportunity to talk about how they did something. And, and it's another way where like, oh, you know, I've never seen it from that perspective before. Maybe I could actually use this technique to, to be able to replicate that effect or do something else on my own. And I think it's just a great way where, right. you know, to use the, uh, <laughs> a Bible passage, iron sharpens iron, right? So people who are like-minded, who are there to, to learn and learn Photoshop, are, are just able to help each other out. It's, I guess, I don't know, like a crucible. It really uh, ramps everything up and you learn super fast.
2: Yeah, and if you have friends who are motivated or students who are motivated <laughs> by competition mm. and beating everybody, they will they will learn the heck out of photoshop (laughs) just just to come up at home with that proverbial gold medal of you know i managed to have the most convincing land shark shooting out of the concrete you know i mean
1: i (laughs) i liked my land shark it was really cool and
2: it it was good Uh, did you win that i don't remember if you won that i don't
1: think i won it but i won the person who had the most fun
2: (laughs) (laughs) that's fair i guess usually that doesn't count on the grade though so you know if that's the metric you're going for i
1: also added a a really wonderful giraffe hanging over a fence just watching this happen so yes. it, was, it was a lot of fun and
2: if i remember correctly uh bon jovi screaming at another person <laughs> sitting next to him
1: yes bon jovi was also in the shark's mouth so
2: <laughs> most of most of these images end up a bit ridiculous yes. at the end of the day yeah. but that's part of the fun of it
1: right right yeah The these techniques uh, all of them are, are really awesome um i think that probably wraps it about up for for this one unless there's anything else that you wanted to add caleb
2: i would say i know um a lot of churches don't have necessarily the budget to be dropping on uh something like the creative cloud suite which is admittedly it's expensive i, I think it's worth it but it it is expensive for the uh, especially if you're just getting into it and you get access to like 20 programs but if you don't know how to use any of those programs then it's hard to justify and you can't really piecemeal it like you used to uh i will say specifically for churches there is a website called TechSoup and we will link to it in the podcast notes uh, that provides nonprofit discount for uh, all of the Adobe software and and it's it's a significant discount and I think it makes it much more doable for a lot of church I won't say what it is because sometimes it fluctuates and whatever but right, right. Uh, and I want to make sure this this stays relevant but mm-hmm. um I, I would say if you, if your church is going to spring for it, that would be where it is. Obviously, um, I guess more recently, uh, Photoshop isn't the only you know big dog in the market. There's there's places like GIMP, and even in the more templatized world, we've got Canva, and even some apps now that you can do a lot of the stuff. Photoshop can do uh, if you're able to um, take these techniques and kind of translate them over into some of those other programs I think that's great a lot of these techniques are kind of ubiquitous I will say in general you're not going to find a program with more support with more tutorials with oh yeah better made tutorials uh, and with as much possible as Photoshop. Photoshop is the workhorse of nearly every, you know photo editor graphic designer that's serious in the world uh, and there are certainly there are some alternatives but uh, and I know that there's there tends to be a, a bit of a perception of like uh, elitism in the church world of like oh you, know, you use photoshop you can, I could do all this stuff with gimp you can't do everything with gimp unfortunately <laughs> there is some stuff that photoshop does really well, so I, I would suggest look into that nonprofit discount. Obviously, in no way am I saying like if you can't afford it, do it. Like there, they are way more important things uh, in running a church than making sure you have Photoshop. But if, if if you're getting serious about needing graphic design elements or making sure your photos are coming out perfect, I would really highly suggest uh, springing for Photoshop and putting your time into learning a program that is going to be able to keep up with you and is gonna be able to uh, stay updated and do everything you want it to do.
1: What you're saying was so great that my cat came back and decided to, to express his excitement, great. too. So. I'm, I'm glad
2: Shadow <laughs> is excited about learning Photoshop. Yeah.
1: I, that should wrap it up for the, uh, this uh, podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, be sure to tune in next time when Zach returns from pooping a few
2: pounds lighter. <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> He's not doing that. Well, he might be. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> All right, we'll see you later.
0: Thank you so much for joining us for this week's conversation on the Black Bar Podcast. Be sure to check out our weekly videos on YouTube and connect with us on Facebook and Instagram. We want to keep this conversation going beyond the podcast and the YouTube channel. So make sure to connect with us on social media and we can get you access to the exclusive Black Bar Discord, where we continue to have these kind of conversations with our community every single week. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review on whatever podcasting app you're joining us on today. We want to bring more people into these conversations and you can be a part of that. It's our hope that each and every episode can be a resource for you, your team, and your church. So please share this episode to bring more people into these weekly conversations. We can't wait to see you next week as we uncover more secrets in the church media and marketing world.